0: with Heather Minowa. Did I get that right, Heather? Is that, Minowa, is that he- Minowa. Got, yeah. Minowa. okay. So, uh, I've known Heather for quite a long time. Uh, how many years have we known each other, Heather?
1: I would say a good seven or eight years now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I would heard about you well before we met, but...
1: Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's just...
0: Product of uh, living in a small city, so very much so yeah. but yeah, but eventually we cross paths, so um, I'll leave the introductions to you go ahead. Perfect. Tell thank me about you. yourself.
1: Well, thank you so very much for having me. This mm. is great I love it. Um, I am Heather Minawa I've been in Japan now for almost 12 years. I'm from America. I have lived all over the states Um but I am from Chicago originally, Midwest girl. Um, But I came to Japan and I had two children. Uh, My husband's Japanese, I have a daughter, she's 10, and I have a son who is four. Um, And basically most of what I've done here in Japan as far as work goes is I've been an English teacher, Uh, full-time English teacher, and now I'm a part-time English teacher. But my passion is um, to uh, sell and educate people, especially women, about um, doTERRA essential oils, uh, how to use them for emotional wellness and lifestyle changes. Um, And mindset is a big thing for me as well. Um, Let's see, what else do I do? I'm a mandala artist and I am a world traveler. I love to travel, especially with being here in Japan.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So um, that great, thank you. That that opens up to a lot of questions that I have, though. So, um, first is why? What got you into the DoTerra uh, and essential oils? Like, um, what? How did you get involved with that in the first place?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, what happened is about three years ago, my mom passed away suddenly. And um, the emotions came just rushing in. Uh, And I had a friend come to me and share some oils with me. And I had been involved with essential oils for like 20-something years. You know, it's just been a thing in my life. I'm kind of uh, always been... I guess the hippie in me <laughs> has always been. There. I was, I was
0: going to wait for you to bring that word up. But,
1: uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but it's it's evolved. Hmm. I'm not so much a hippie anymore, but yeah. So they very much helped me emotionally with that, and then I just found myself sharing them with people, hmm. and um, basically I was just started to help people a lot, and I just decided to start doing the business. So it was really been a life-changing event for me
0: well that's good that that's really helpful because um, a lot of people who listen to this podcast or, or search for you know um, videos about Japan on on the internet about coming here and living here mm. they think their only option really is teaching English and mm. that's uh, part of what I wanted to um, show people is there are tons of other options you can do in Japan, than just teach English. So, um, that, that's really cool that you've turned something that was good for you into um, it. Started off as like a hobby, and now it's a side business, right? So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen it grow a lot in the in the last few years?
1: Absolutely, it's mm. grown a lot, especially this year. Um, and what I'm what has happened is I've been helping a lot of women um, deal with the cultural differences. I mean, it's, it's very easy here in Japan because most of the people that do end up enrolling with me and and buying the oils from me are women in Japan. And in Japan, there are not a lot of foreign women. There are a lot more foreign men here. Um, and it's different to be a woman, a foreign woman in Japan than a man. (laughs) Um, and we go through a lot, you know, our husbands aren't home a lot. Japanese men, they, they work that's all they do for the most part um and the women tend to stay home with their kids and they kind of cave in you know they don't have a lot of social things going on and to be a part of communities on facebook like an essential oils group or a foreign moms group is super important for us it's it 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 makes us not feel like we're going crazy basically Uh, in this different culture so yeah
0: right now you said it keeps you from feeling like going crazy Um, yeah is is there a reason um, behind (laughs) you feeling this way Uh, I mean you said you've lived in Japan for 12 years um, Mm -hmm. so you've you've experienced everything here probably you know yeah
1: I've experienced a lot Mm. Um, I think what happens is we kind of get Some of us can get pigeonholed into thinking we can only be an English teacher or a mom of our kids here, and there's no way out, and and we kind of get stuck in in that way of thinking. Um, And it's easy to, because like I said, our husbands aren't home. Um, Some of us, some some women, some men, we're in the middle of uh, the countryside, we don't have a lot of friends, we don't get out much. and we don't speak the language, uh, a lot of us, because we don't have time. <laughs> um, and so it gets really depressing, you know? Hmm. It gets really depressing. Hmm. And for me, I was, in, I was in a huge amount of depression for a long time because of it. Um, I do love Japan, and I love the culture, but I don't speak the language well, mostly because I haven't made the time, nor do I really feel I have the time to sit down and learn the language. That's my choice. Um, right but you no
0: know. yeah yeah no I mean when I first moved here I I didn't have I, I knew absolutely no one here and I had all the time in the world on my hands other than working so I mm-hmm. I pretty much just dedicated that all free time to just studying in the beginning yeah. and yeah. actually I can't remember the last time I studied now but it's been a few years but once I you know once I hit a certain level I thought I don't really need to focus on that anymore. But incidentally, my time has also been filled up with other things since then, you know, so, but I I can't imagine being working full time, you know, having kids and being married and, you know, and then saying, okay, I'm going to dedicate this amount of time to studying the language, you know? Yeah, it's really hard Mm.
1: because, you know, we... We want to do our, our things that we love, too, so you kind of got to find time to do that and language just kind of gets pushed to the side. <laughs> right,
0: right. Um, I mean, have you made um, a lot of Japanese friends since being here?
1: Um. I do have a handful of Japanese friends
0: here, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: but mm-hmm. most of them speak English, and that's that's the thing is, like, um, I would love to know more women here, but there's just the language barrier, right. so, right. yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah so with as as long as you've been in japan mm-hmm. if you could what what has been the the best things that you've experienced here um mm-hmm. and what is what have what has been the most challenging things that you've experienced while being here
1: oh i think hmm, some of the best things are learning the culture life in Japan. And the way that things are handled are much different than American culture. Um, people here have way more patience, hmm. um, and um, the customer service is just top of the line here. You're just never going to be disappointed. Right. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I like toilets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's something a lot of people say is the uh, the toilets, and in fact. <laughs> In mm-hmm. fact, uh, I know quite a few people who've loved them so much that um they they're now becoming popular to to install in American toilets. Like it's yeah. it's it's that good. That uh, it, it is that, that good. It's like why hasn't anyone thought about importing these to other countries before, you know? So.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, when I travel, I'm like oh, and I don't.
0: I want to deal with the toilets
1: in these countries. <laughs> it's yeah. actual thought in my head. I'm like, what, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- especially going home in the, for for Christmas or something and Oh,
1: the cold toilet seats, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, you you get used to having a warm toilet seat and then when that icy cold seat hits you, you're like, "Ow."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um but no, there's so much to love in Japan. The The land is beautiful. The nature is beautiful. The people are kind and open um, to help you when you need help, I think. Um, Some of the most challenging things in Japan, uh, obviously, has been language, I think, Hmm. for me. Um, Trying to connect and fit in has been kind of a difficult thing. Um, and, And a lot of people will say, you'll never fit in here, no matter what. Your your guy your guy Coco Jean, you know, like hmm. you're never gonna fit in. And, you know, in a way it's kinda true in some ways, I think. Hmm. Um and it's okay. I don't think you're expected to fit in as a foreigner here. Hmm. Hmm. I think that people want to know somebody different. They're excited to get to know us. Um
0: Right. Yeah, you know. that's that's actually I, I don't know about about you, but at least for me, uh, early on, I went through a huge range of thoughts and emotions on that very topic, you know. Mm. And um, I was lucky enough to quickly get over that and get over my own sort of ego when it came to how others perceive me in in, in a place, you know. Like I, I'm, I think I'm where you're at now. I I just don't I don't care, you know. Yeah, so exactly. Um, but you know when I when I first came here, I mean, I knew okay, I'm not Japanese. I'm a guest here. Pretty right. much, that's how I viewed myself. The longer I stayed, I, you know, I felt more like this was home, mm. and you know, I, I became more comfortable with the culture and the language. But I was still seen as outsider, a guest, and that can cause a sort of frustration for some people, mm-hmm. and some people never get over that, you know, there mm-hmm. there are guys here who've, mostly guys I've seen complain about it, but um, there are people here who've been here twice as long as either of us who are still stuck in that rut of being bitter and, and angry because they're not accepted fully here, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: mm. yeah, I, you know, yeah, I mean, it was a huge part of my depression here, hmm. you know, cause when i was in the states i i had tons of friends you know it was so natural to make friends very easily you hug people when you see them and give them a kiss on the cheek or whatever and it's just not that way here it's not that open here and that was something i had to uh, let go of and it, the whole process of being here is personal development is huge hmm. i think because you really have to let go <laughs> Of the old
0: you, you. yeah, and become yeah. the new you. I mean, you know, i've I've done that. I, I'm a completely different person now than what I was <laughs> when I first moved here. And uh, you know that they, people have that saying that no matter where you go, there you are. You know, like just moving to a new place isn't going to change you, and that's true. But at least for me, moving to a, a completely new place with knowing absolutely nobody motivated me to become more introspective and see what i needed to work on on myself you know and I, I came here at a time you know my early 20s which is ideal for finding out exactly who you are and what you want out of life you know so i i, yeah. I, I think i came at the ex- perfect time for me and um it seems you've you've changed quite a bit since coming here as well is that <laughs> yes. true
1: very very much yeah oh. yeah yeah i mean i i changed a lot just this year to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you, a- you look
0: great. I mean, you've, you've, you've been hitting the gym quite a lot, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Actually it was, um, you know, a- after my mom passed away three years ago, I kind of fell into a hole of depression, like even worse than it was before. Um, just because I was feeling uh, stuck with, like you said, you feel like the only thing you can do here is teach English. Um, and I was kind of in that mindset. And then when the essential oils came into my life, that opened up something else for me. And then I kind of just kept going from there. And now I listen to a lot of podcasts. And um, I read a lot. I've always done that. But it's different what I read now. Right. Um, more creativity. And now, like I said, my business helps me meet more people. So I'm out and being social more. I'm on Facebook Lives. I'm on Instagram stories. I'm everywhere, you know, and people are coming to me and it it feels so good to have that it's a it's very comforting for me because that's the kind of person that i am right um i love to meet people and for so long i wasn't so um what ended up happening though at the beginning of this year is i just said fuck it Mm -hmm. (laughs) i am over this depressed you know depressed me not feeling like myself and i went wild on it and i Started an exercise program for mothers it's called new system um, it's based out of the UK it's a 12-week program I started there and then I just kind of took it even further and started doing 10k a day walking slash running slash sprinting hmm. and um, I started that no I would say mm,
0: sorry to interrupt now you yeah. you go 10k every day when you when you do this I was yeah. oh what okay still that's it's quite impressive you know
1: <laughs> it was yeah. it was me i mean i'm yeah. i'm pretty like when i'm going all in i'm going all in and it was really extreme i wouldn't suggest that for everybody <laughs> but that's um,
0: some people you know is, yeah. personalities you know just uh what are, are you a, a type a is that what they they call that type a personality uh, yeah, yeah. i
1: think i think i am maybe a type b i don't no i'm oh actually
0: oh no. okay yeah so that's yeah. uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, if uh, if people are unfamiliar, blood type in this country is really is really a popular thing. It's like um, horoscopes uh, in, it is. In, in in the West, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm. I pay attention more to the horoscopes. So being the Capricorn that I am, mm. uh, going to the highest mountain, you know, uh, being the mount in. the mountain goat. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I just kind of went full on, and I I did change my eating a bit, you know, eating habits and stuff, and I brought in more positive mindset and more books and more podcasts and I just went full on and then I ended up losing 17 kilos this year, which is about almost 40 pounds.
0: That's really impressive, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of,
1: yeah. so now it's all about weightlifting and toning and it's, I've taken, I'm not doing the 10K every day, but it's okay. been life-changing, you know, it's total huge life change.
0: Yeah, and so. mom- momen- momentum is, is key in that, you know, because if you, take a few days off that can completely kill it you know
1: it does so, it does mm. so you have to really have the determination and dedication the big thing Right. So i think anybody that i think anybody <clears throat> that's really into something and makes huge changes even just like moving to japan you have to be dedicated you have to be dedicated to the changes you have to be dedicated to learning new things you have to be dedicated to changing your mindset and if you don't you're gonna not be happy.
0: <laughs> You'll end up like the guys, you know, at the bar on Saturday night <laughs> crying in their beer over, you know, their 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 wife not letting them do whatever and yeah. you know, just being bitter about this country when they could have changed so much on their own. You know, it yeah. a lot of it they brought upon themselves, you know. So
1: Yeah, it's yeah. all it's when it all comes down to it, you cannot change anybody else but yourself.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. And this A lot of you know and it's so funny you know a lot of people here see themselves as some sort of victim you know like that's just it's a self victimization you know like they're in the state they're in for their own fault they they Mm -hmm. had every way every opportunity to to change their life and they just let it let the life let their circumstances control them instead of them controlling their circumstances you know absolutely and that's how you get a lot of Bitter people, and you know, I don't know about other countries, but in terms of the expat community, there's such a huge divide, at least in Japan, about the types of people who live here. You know,
1: mm, yeah, yeah, there are it, and it's, yeah. I mean, everybody's coming from a different culture, hmm. the 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 foreigners, you know. So it's it's very diverse, and it's it's really interesting because some people. But you want to get to know even if they're foreigner you might not speak their language but people right. are like you know like when I first got here I got pregnant three weeks in okay it was crazy well you <laughs> hit the ground
0: running didn't you, you I, 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 as I do so Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's that my personality you know and my husband actually like we would see a foreigner in the grocery store, and he was, you know, he was the freaky one going up to them, and he's like, hey, can you be friends with my wife? And I was like, he dude! Actually, he
0: actually just said that. That's yes! Just yes. random people, you know.
1: Oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, just because they're a foreigner doesn't mean I'm going to be their friend, you know? Like, this person is maybe isn't somebody I would be friends with in America, you know? And it that particular person, thank goodness, actually, is still a good friend of ours. But, well, Oh, hey. man! Uh. I mean, it was so kind. My husband trying to think of me that way, but I was like, "Don't do that again." Right. You know. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's. You know, <laughs> what? What do you say to that situation? Like, oops. You know, and you, you, all, all you can do is just look at the other person and be like, "Sorry, he's uh, he's new to this whole thing, right?" So. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah. You
0: know. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, it's it's not entirely noticeable, but. On your arm there is a tattoo. Yeah. Now oh. how how many tattoos do you have? And I got seven. Seven. Okay. Now, tell us about living in Japan long term with seven <laughs> tattoos. And oh, man. and the Japanese attitude towards tattoos.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the whole tattoo culture back in the day was just yakuza. Hmm. You know, it's a gang related situation. Um and you know, it still lives here. Um, it's opened up a lot over the last couple years because more younger Japanese people are getting tattoos. Every summer you start to see more and more, even in Utsunomiya. Especially uh, if you
0: go to the beaches. Um, yeah. They're, they're, I, I've come to find out, according to a lot of my Japanese friends, there are two types of beaches, at least two types of beaches in this country, and one of them is called Chadai Beach, and I think that just means a lot of the most more popular beaches where you'll see lots of people with tattoos and whatnot. And me, having one myself, I don't care, but, you know, Mm -hmm. for Japanese people, um, not all, but, you know, some of the older Japanese people, that's kind of, oh, that's where the people with tattoos go. You should go to this different type of beach, you know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Old attitudes die hard, you know, so...
1: You know, they just, they have signs at beaches and stuff that, you know, no tattoos allowed like in in the restaurants on Mm. the beaches and stuff. And I'm like, how can you do that? It's a public place. Um,
0: Just from personal experience, I found that they just put the signs up for posterity, I think. And uh, most of the people don't care, especially at a beach. They don't care. They don't care, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's been hard um, and frustrating, especially as a teacher Mm.
0: here yeah
1: Um, I have had to I have one on the back of my neck Um, it was one of my first tattoos and you know in the summer heat it's almost impossible Hmm. to to deal with the heat you know having my hair down and um, dealing with the heat but I know and I have to I have to cover up with tape basically body tape Uh, other tattoos I can hide with long sleeves which is not really fun in the summer either but you know which is why I'm working really hard to move out of the whole teaching thing because I just want to be myself you right. know um, and I think that's been the hardest thing is like you you come to Japan and you you want to be yourself but you you're not sure about being yourself because you're in this different culture and everything's changing and then you have tattoos and you have that on and you get kicked out of an onsen uh, hot spring you know it's just like dude I, I I'm not a gang member <laughs> you yeah know?
0: and Uh, You know, especially in your case, you know, I think they understand you're not part of the gang, but it's, they can't show favoritism either. You know, that's, that's their excuse. But instead of changing the, the, the law or changing the image, they just throw the baby out with the bathwater. If if That's the right phrase to use. I don't know, but (laughs) it's just like, you know, oh, well, you're, we can't make an exception for you. Or else right. we'd have to make an exception for the gang member as well. Absolutely. You know?
1: yeah. 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 And I, I see that. I see where it puts them, but I also see. Just get the fuck over it, you know. Like seriously, it's the year two thousand and eighteen. You're about yeah. to have the twenty twenty Olympics here. Millions of people with tattoos are going to come here. You need to get. Them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: That's that's my take on it. Yeah. That's
0: um, that's well, you know, and then some people argue, well. You can't impose your cultural values on a different culture either, you
1: know? uh, yeah. and yeah. And, to, and
0: to that I say, well, there are some things where some cultures or are, are more right than others about, and some where they're not. You know, yeah. I mean, you could people who say that also don't think about countries um, in like ultra conservative countries like out of the Middle East or Africa where they still, you know, it's a it's a custom to. Um, castrate the girls or I I don't even know what what that's even called but it's Mm. you know they do that to the baby girls and and like oh but that's just part of their culture like no sometimes some cultural things are not good across the board you know right right
1: like some things should just kind of go be done with and yeah
0: yeah, and it's like comparing having a tattoo to female general mutilation is not it's not in the same ballpark but it's it's in the same sort of Attitude of cultural values. Some, you know, some are different than others. Um, yeah, you, true. you could still make a point that that tattoos are wrong for such and such reason. But, I mean, here it just seems like it's they're holding on to something that just they just need to let go at this point. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Especially because it's it's art, and there's I mean, even there's protests for that Japanese people are doing younger Japanese people. There's a huge protest on it. They're, and it's, really? Um, I, yeah.
0: I, I wouldn't even think it was that big of a deal to protest over. I mean, stopping, you know, the nuclear power or, or you know, not militarizing the uh, the military here again, I think would be a more important issue. But, mm-hmm. you know, people protest what they want to protest. You know, they're, they're free to do that here. And that's yeah. that's one thing I've, I've noticed about Japan, comparative to at least back home um, up until recently, is people... Protest here, and it's not just young people. I mean, I see old people out protesting in the streets here over issues. You know,
1: yeah, it's good to see
0: here. Mm. Not, (laughs) not that it changes much. I haven't seen much change in this country in the last ten years, but
1: it it doesn't. But the voice is being heard, and I think for so long in Japan, it's been part of the culture to just not have your voice heard, just kind of go with the flow. You know, the whole. Um, what is that saying? just um, don't be the nail that sticks up
0: yep yeah the nail that sticks out gets hammered down the hardest you know? yep
1: so. yeah and that's still very much true in this culture I think especially in the work
0: hmm.
1: world of people um,
0: that's you know. that's a just an incentive to work for yourself you know yep. and yeah. this day and age the in- with the internet like you've you've taken full advantage of that you you were able to start an online business and grow mm-hmm. it and organically you know you're not you're you're not doing any underhanded tactics I mean this is all genuine and that's that's really the the right way to go about it so um, yeah. I could learn a lot from you on that you know <laughs>
1: so, I love social media I love it yeah yeah. it's changed my life here and I know people have mixed feelings about social media we should get out more and meet people and I do um but then mm. it's because of social media that I do that for example um because of social media, I'm able to have more social events in person. Um, I will have essential oil classes. I'm having a big retreat up in Fukushima in October. Um, I would have not been able to do that with the people that I'm doing it with if it wasn't for social media right so, right you know you got to balance it out,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, interesting you you mentioned Fukushima. you were here when mm-hmm. when all that went down, um, yep. I I was actually not in the country when it happened, but I came back shortly after. Um, can you describe kind of the hysteria that is behind that? Because a, a lot of people still um, tend to freak out when they just hear the word Fukushima, and they, mm-hmm. they don't understand the context of just how small of an area that actually is and how big Fukushima actually is, comparatively. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Fukushima is a huge prefecture, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and second and, of all...
0: Uh, Sorry, I think it's the second largest outside of Hokkaido. Maybe yeah, yeah, -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's really big and they are monitoring the radiation very very well Mm -hmm. Um, and actually where we are having our retreat um, The woman that I hired that helps put on retreats she lives up there you know my first reaction of course my first reaction was (laughs)
0: Right. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. um, is it safe? You know, and it's the first thing I asked her and she's like, well, we're living here. You know, she yeah. has kids and she's from New Zealand and she's like, yeah, they have it monitored really, really well. You know, like I actually will be traveling up there this Sunday mm-hmm. um, and I'll be doing some live videos this this week um, okay. for that. Okay. So, um because you know, it's definitely. I understand why it's a concern. It was a concern of mine,
0: but. It's oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was concerned too. I mean, especially, just right after it happened. I think everyone was really concerned. But, yeah. but you know, it, it's it's gone on now. What is it? Seven seven and a half years since it happened, and there's still a lot of mm-hmm. misinformation and a lot of misconceptions about Fukushima. Sure. I mean, there, it, it's, still, are, it's still it's yeah. still a problem. It's it's yeah. not it's not not a problem if that makes sense. But right. it's not as big of a problem as as a lot of. People are were making it out to be, and are still making it out to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, life has to go on, and Mm -hmm. they have to figure it out. And you know, they're doing their very best to keep it in the area that it's in, um, and they're monitoring on the outskirts of it. And um, yeah, it's it's of course it's scary, but those people that live up there, especially my friend, you know, she's like thankful that we're having the retreat up there because it gives these people their business back, you know, right. like we, we have to help these people. You know, that's their life, you know, as long if it we're not if everything's cool and it's safe and you're making sure that it's safe, then there's no reason not to go up there and help those people. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um and on that, what what would I would say what would be your biggest misconception you had about Japan before coming here and how that changed when coming here? Hmm. Like what, what? What of your views about Japan changed once coming here? Positive or negative?
1: Um, it's funny because I think a lot of people think of when they think of Japan, they think of Tokyo, and there's like oh, yeah. no nature, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Everything's this bright light city, and, and just, so
0: just just to throw throw this in there, people in Tokyo think that's all Japan is too. It's just Tokyo, <laughs> and everywhere outside of Tokyo is not is not relevant at all (laughs) yeah yeah they they live in their own bubble there trust me yeah
1: yeah well i mean it's it's definitely a bubble it's a bubble that i love poke into but (laughs) i like to get out of it too you know that's a
0: perfect way to describe it. it's a bubble that's nice to poke into but you don't want to be (laughs) trapped in it you know no no No. um
1: but yeah I, i love tokyo but it's uh it's i don't know i guess that's pretty much what it was i just I didn't really know about the whole t- tattoo issue before I moved here. Oh, yeah. um, hmm. I you know, my husband failed to tell me that. <laughs> um, I just didn't I, know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, you know, his um, his way of approaching people to be be your friend. You would think he would <laughs> notice you have tattoos on your body and and Thanks. want to enlighten you about the uh, the cultural attitude about it, but.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, he probably just didn't care. He just wanted to marry me, so it was cool.
0: <laughs> well, it's cool that he's cool with it because you know, yeah, you know, and it's it's weird though. Every at least every friend, person that I know who's Japanese don't really have a problem yeah. with them personally. They don't, but no, culturally, you know, they they yeah. say, "Oh no, it's still considered this." Well, do you think so? No. Does everyone you know think so? Not really. Just my parents or grandparents. Then that should tell you everything right there
1: yeah yeah and i mean i think one of the big things for me was how much they pretty much go by the older generations ways here um that just never you know it's really a strong thing to go by like they just kind of like families is they have to do what their parents say
0: you know you know what i mean yeah i I think that's that is cultural though i mean yeah, they yeah. it's really influenced i think it's what confucian confucianism mm. um has the honor honor your elders and yeah. the japanese religion of shinto is honoring ancestors you know so i i yeah. can i can see that i can see why they value the opinion of the older generations uh, here absolutely so yeah. that, that's that's understandable once you know about the culture a bit yeah
1: yeah yeah and i i just wasn't prepared for that i think mm. Um, I didn't know much about it. I mean, I just, I really moved in here blind. Like, it was a blind thing. You know, like, I just,
0: you
1: know, it was, I was asked to be married, and I was like, all right, three months later, I was here. Three weeks later, I had a baby, you know, like, or not have the baby, but I was pregnant. That's a quick pregnancy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Three weeks, three weeks in, you get
0: pregnant, and then three weeks after that, Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, but I mean, you know, it was like kind of boom, 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 and then I kind of woke up, and I was like, whoa, where am I? What's going on here? And I just didn't you know that I just didn't realize how much different it was and yeah I totally respected totally respected them just not used to it you know mm-hmm. it's not our culture we don't no. you know especially when somebody passes away in America you know you, you go and you visit the grave every once in a while but it's not like a huge um, Obon week you know
0: yeah it, uh, I mean it's, it's
1: amazing that they do this here
0: I just ran into a friend um, a couple of hours before this podcast, um, I was at the supermarket, ran into them, her and her son, at the parking lot, and she said, we were just visiting one of her relatives' graves, just close by, because it's old bone Week, so I mean, it's it's a real big, you know, tradition here, so...
1: Hmm. I I think it's really cool though cuz it's definitely changed my way of thinking about it. Like I have an altar set up for my mom in my home and hmm. like I never would have I don't know if I would have done that if I was in America, you know.
0: Oh, that that's that's cool. I didn't know that you so you kind of did the Japanese way of doing it and you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. That's that's cool. That's cool. See. Yeah. yeah, I mean there there are certain aspects of the culture here that are are great, you know. They are. I mean, yeah. well, we you know, we still both wouldn't be here if, if it was too unbearable, <laughs> right? So yeah. We, yeah. Obviously, the positives outweigh the negatives here. but uh, they,
1: they do. Yeah. They do. The, the negatives can be pretty strong, but it's just, it's how you, it's your mindset.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, living in a country with different values and culture than you, is obviously, you're going to be challenged a lot, you know, and you got to go in and understand that or else you're you're going to be miserable you know
1: absolutely mm.
0: yeah
1: hold mm. okay. on <laughs> okay
0: well great well thank you Heather uh, this was yeah. this was a great chat I, I I enjoyed I always enjoyed talking with you but this was a good chat too so
1: yeah yeah um, no I think you know my my most fun experience with, with Shay was going to Burning Japan a couple years ago so I don't know if you've ever talked about that here
0: on your uh, podcast no I, I haven't talked about oh I may have mentioned it um, yeah, but yeah. what Burning Japan is like Burning Man in Japan, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's um, if you do come to Japan and you come around September, October, I would, and you like to dance, I suggest that festival.
0: And it was it was nice when we went because it, it's still, it's quite a small event in Japan. It's it's not like the huge, <laughs> mega event that is turned into in the states. You know, not
1: not at all. It's very different and it's very low key and it's. Um, I mean, if you're into dance music and you know DJs, techno, and all that, which I am very much and always have been um, for the like the last 20 years of my life, um, this one is just more low key. It's not going to have the big names. It's not going to be super crazy, and you're going to like meet people and connect with people. And I think if you are any age, you can go to a Burning Japan event and meet people.
0: Yeah, we saw little kids that were, you know, uh, kindergarten age all the way up to elderly people there.
1: Yeah, it's a great place to meet new people in Japan, I think. Mm, mm.
0: And you see people from all different walks of life, but they're all connected in that one event, you know? So Mm -hmm. they could be someone who you would never think about associating with outside of it, but because they're there, you all sort of share something similar, a similar mindset, so it's kind of... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found it was so easy just to talk with anyone there because we're, you're all in the same situation, right? You're all camping out. You're all stink after a couple of days anyway, you know, because there's no showers <laughs> or anything. So I yeah, mean, we
1: might have had more stinky situations than others, but
0: <laughs> well, you can't. So,
1: kidding.
0: Well, I was going to say you can't choose.
1: thinking of the Green Man. Okay? Exactly. I was going to say
0: you can't. You can't choose your neighbors, but you can actually. So, but but he he brought a lot of value other than his smell so
1: everybody he, does he was, Everybody he was, does. Great.
0: He was great. smells
1: and all yeah. <laughs> smells and alls. and S- i can't sm- even speak english right? yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, another, that, that's another
0: that that's another symptom of living here so long as you lose your english ability that's yeah, a, a spoiler yeah. alert by the way for every, anyone watching or listening is uh <laughs> you will your english level will deteriorate while you're here
1: <laughs> yeah and all you can do is laugh at it <laughs> nothing you can do about it yeah.
0: embrace the change right
1: so, yes that's all you can do so, okay. Thank, thanks so much, Jay. Yeah, this thank you. Awesome. So, yeah.
0: where can we find you on social media and how can people connect with you? And um, about, uh, tell us a little bit more about how to contact you through your business as well.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, mostly where I am these days is on Instagram. Instagram. So, you can find me. You can put in Heather Minawa or Circle Essence Japan. Um, And that's, I do, I'm always on there because the Insta stories, Um, but I'm also over on Facebook, Heather Minawa or uh, circle essence community is my Facebook page. And you can reach me through there. circle essence is actually the name of my doTERRA business that I run through. So if people enroll with me, they're in the circle essence community uh, of essential oils. And then I have my website, heatherminawa.com.
0: Great, great, and yeah. I'll, I'll put all of that in the show notes as well, so um, if people are not sure about the spelling, well, just click the links below, okay? Absolutely so,
1: perfect, yeah. great.
0: Thanks, Heather. I yeah. appreciate you coming on, um, and one thing, any last bit of, uh, last word, bit of advice, or just anything you'd like to say to our listeners and viewers out there?
1: Um, if you're planning on coming to Japan, plan to, like, to move to Japan, be ready to work on yourself pretty much personal development is a huge part of changing your life if you're going to come over here and don't expect it to be what you want it to be you know
0: Hmm.
1: um or what you think it should be actually yeah
0: okay well thank you
1: Welcome. Welcome awesome. to Japan when you come here.
0: <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you for that, too. It's, it's, been, it's been a long welcome party. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah right. right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shay. All right. Thanks, Heather. Mm-hmm. See you soon. Bye.